Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Christine and Smyrna. Hey. Hi. <laughs> uh, could you please kick Kara out of the studio for us? Kara, get out of the studio. I'm gone, Christine. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. As she makes her way out, let you know that we're going to ask you five pop culture questions while Kara stands outside the room. We'll wave her okay. back in, ask her the same questions. All you have to do is answer more right than Kara, and she has to pay you $100 of her money. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I know. Here we go. Question number one. It was 135 years ago. This lady statue arrived in New York City. What statue? Uh, lady Liberty. Number two. A guy on YouTube followed Mike Tyson's workout regimen for 24 hours and burned 2,000 calories. What sport is Mike Tyson famous for? Um, boxing. Number three. The NBA released their plans to restart their season at Disney World July 31st. What sports network does Disney own? Sports network. Um, ESPN. Number four, Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest will happen over the 4th of July weekend with no fans this year. And let's be honest, if you can compete in that contest, I mean, you're not going to get the Rona. Right. <laughs> um, it held on, it's held on this island in New York. Um, Coney Island. And number five. NBC is bringing back 30 Rock for one special episode this fall. The Rock and 30 Rock is short for what? Oh, um, Rockefeller? <laughs> this know. is a very New York centric. I know, yeah, I should have spaced <laughs> those out. I apologize. Three questions <laughs> out of five yeah. having to do with New York. Come in, Kara. Uh, all right, Christine and Smyrna getting all five yes. right. Woo! We're not going to tell Kara if she's <laughs> no, right or wrong until the wow. end. And Kara, you would have had to do some traveling to really get some of these. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, no, really? Question number one. Isn't geography one of her? Yeah. Ah. Number one, it was 135 years ago, this lady statue arrived in New York City. Uh, the Statue of Liberty. Question two, guy on YouTube followed Mike Tyson's workout regimen for 24 hours and burned 2,000 calories. What sport is Mike famous for? Boxing. Number three, NBA released their plans to restart the season at Disney World July 31st. What sports network does Disney own? ESPN. Number four, Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest will happen over the July 4th weekend with no fans this year. It's held on this island in New York. Staten Island. Number five, NBC is bringing back 30 Rock for one special episode this fall. The Rock in 30 Rock is short for what? Rockefeller Center. Oh, I need you to repeat after me. This is Christine and Smyrna, and I am smarter than Kara. This is Christine and Smyrna, and I am smarter than Kara. <laughs> Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest take place in Coney Island, not, not Staten Island. Island. Oh, Kara, <laughs> your new record, 794 wins and 28 losses. <laughs> I don't like it. 
Kara's going to be in a bad mood all <laughs> week. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now there's always a perfect song to describe every situation, every scenario that you could be in. Case in point, Kelly Clarkson, just announced she's getting a divorce. I believe it was her first show back, but yesterday she kind of addressed it. It's a complicated time. It's a time to reflect listen and connect with each other all right but sometimes we also need to balance it and take time for ourselves so she's getting a divorce and what's the first song she sings for kelly oki The passive-aggressive way of saying that uh, her now soon-to-be ex-husband is a fool and maybe did something wrong. Right. Mm. Uh, great. What a voice on her. Oh, I know. Tadandrex.com if you want to see the whole video. But I was like, oh, it's a perfect time to play song for the scenario. Mm-hmm. Because it is true that you can always pick the perfect song for every situation that you're in. Like, for example, you guys are not getting divorced, right? Right. I mean, no. Carrie, you just got married. But if you were to get divorced, what song would describe the reason why you were getting divorced at this point? If that happened. I think you're crazy. Good one, Kara. Yes. Because, you know, Ryan is perfect and he loves me so much. It would be a... You're crazy because you love me too much and you're driving me crazy and this has to stop. So this is a song that he's playing for and about you. Or I'm playing for and about him. Okay. (laughs) I don't want this bit to become the thing that starts the divorce. So let's get off that right now. Drex, you and April, what is it, 13 years? 14 years now. 14 years. Gosh, Mm -hmm. I remember when it was only 12. Right. Um, So you guys are solid. If you were going to get a divorce, what song would would describe the reason why? Well, it's because I have a tendency to maybe fudge the numbers a little bit when, you know, if I'm out playing golf with my boys and my wife texts me like, you know, what hole are you on? I'd be like, oh, I'm on hole 14. I'm actually on 18, and we're going to go in and have some beers. So it, with the, the song I would play is this. <laughs> yeah, I have a problem with time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're both so good, but... I'm going to hand round one of Song of the Scenario for Kara. Just because, listen, Drex, understand this. The song said it all. She's a little bit nuts. (laughs) I don't want to deal with it. All right. Second scenario for this, okay? You're only one because you're scared now. (laughs) It's okay. I'll take it. (laughs) It's come to that, honestly. All right. So we're doing Song for Scenario. Second scenario Mm -hmm. is now that you're divorced, what song is playing when you see your ex with somebody new? So you're out and about. You guys have split. Yeah, and I'm looking amazing. And I'm going to be jamming his favorite band. All of So that's this, definitely the song that mm-hmm. Ryan would be playing in Ryan's yeah. mind. Drex, what uh, song is playing when you see April with a new man? Well, because I'm so cheap and frugal, and anytime April's like, hey, can we? I'm like, no, we don't have any money. Hey, can we? No. So I know for sure that her next man is probably going to be well off. Kill a bitch, girl. Kill a <laughs> 
To be fair, because Drex probably should have also won round one, I'm going to hand round yes. two to you, yes. keeping the peace so we have a tie. It's only fair. Right? Song for the scenario. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 725. Cool this morning. Partly cloudy today. It doesn't get that hot. 78 for a high. But this weekend... That's when the warmer temps are going to be mm-hmm. moving on in. What's going on, Kara? Have you ever been kicked out of some place? <laughs> yeah, don't you guys remember when there was the eclipse that was happening and we brought eclipse gum to all the libraries and we were handing that out and we got escorted out of a Fulton County library? Don't you remember that? <laughs> I don't. I do remember, remember that. that. <laughs> Dad, you don't remember that? It was almost like three years ago to the day, I think. Wow. Well, if you are a regular flyer and you are not wearing a mask, the airlines are actually looking at plans to have your flying privileges revoked completely. You will be put on the ultimate naughty list and not able to fly. Now, different airline carriers have different policies at the moment, but the trade association that represents all of the major airlines are really pushing for this one particular policy that if you're not going to wear the mask for the duration of your ride, mm. as long as it's not like an overseas kind of situation where it's multiple hours in the air, that you'll be kicked off if you refuse to wear this mask. And then... If that's not enough, they're also stopping serving us alcohol. I was just on a flight, and they they came around with these baggies yeah. full of, like, snacks and drinks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so people were taking their masks off to eat, and that was allowed. And so I was thinking, they probably shouldn't allow that. Like, this was a two-hour flight from New England? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine on a six-hour flight to L.A. or something. Right. Now, I, I was on Delta 2, Ted, and I remember that. They give you a little bag. It's got a water. It's got a snack, and it's got a little mini hand sanitizer. It was very efficient. I, I enjoyed it better than them coming through and busted through with that uh, little cart thing. Uh, I'm curious, so Ted, did you take your mask off and eat your snack? I did not. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even. I left so. it in the seat. Uh, what? I didn't the even snack? touch it. Yes, they oh, could at least give me. I set yeah, it down. Taking it with we'll you brought, brought it, to it us. here. Yeah, <laughs> I need a snack. Uh, then I would we'd have to wash all of those items in the sink, and oh, then the Biscoff cookies might get a little soggy. <laughs> Let's have a good feeling. <laughs> all right. Oh, I get a good feeling. Yeah. You know, sometimes when somebody goes above and beyond for you, <clears throat> Tad, you just want to sing their praises from the mountaintops. You saying that I've gone above and beyond for you? No, I'm saying that it would have been nice for you to bring those snacks home to oh, us. Oh, that would have okay. been going above right. and beyond. But that's that. exactly okay. what Noonan mom, Chris Lee Farr, is doing right now online is singing some praises. So she stopped at her local QT and her daughter Adelie fell and scraped her knee and like any youngin was making a huge fuss out of it. So she asked Diedrich, the cashier, if he had any band-aids or anything that she could kind of help her daughter out with, and he jumped into action. Chelsea says Diedrich changed his gloves, got Neosporin, went and took a box of Band-Aids off the shelf, nice. and ran to little Adelie's rescue, cleaned up her knee, sent them on their way, and I don't even think he charged them for those Band-Aids. She said she felt kind of silly going online to do something like this, but sometimes you just need to give somebody an attaboy and let them know 
what a difference they made, even if it's just a little thing in your life. So many times our Yelp reviews are only negative. I always try yeah. to write some positive yeah. Yelp reviews and encourage. Well, not that you ever have to go out of your way to go to a QT, but I will. Like, if I need gas, if yep. you're on the freeway, and I'm like, oh, i got to stop here, and then you wait for the QT sign. I, I Man, those QTs are Awesome. I mm-hmm. love those places. And Carrie, you said something interesting about QT? Oh, yeah. When I'm done with radio, I'll go work at QT. They start their managers off with an amazing salary. They give them fantastic benefits. Yeah. I know for a fact that if I became manager of a QT, I would be fired within a week because... I mean, come on, Trex. You tell me you could walk by those rollers, rollers six, seven times oh, a day, yeah. the hot dogs, the taquitos. Do a little, like a grab, a, grab and snack. Oh, it would, Hiding <laughs> in the manager's closet eating taquitos. <laughs> B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. I'm Tad. Hey, Drex. Hey, good morning. Hey, Kara. Good morning. Apparently, my grandparents were visionaries because when I was a kid in the 80s, they slept in separate bedrooms. Oh, what what did the bedspread look like? <laughs> it was chenille. Right. It would leave little marks on your thing. <laughs> yeah. They had separate TVs, separate bedrooms. Wow. He was downstairs. She was upstairs. Secret to a healthy relationship, apparently, is being never even meeting each other. They were married for 173 years, weren't they? Right. <laughs> and this is a trend right now. Younger and younger people are doing this. Yeah, even Carson Daly and his wife, Siri, they started in the fall when she was pregnant. They just couldn't sleep in the same bed together. And now since the pandemic and they've been sheltering in place, they're like, we are never sleeping in the same bed ever again. Sleep divorce, right? Yeah. So not only did my wife and I, we've done that for like, I think, 10 or 12 years. Even when we go on a trip or out of town, we'll go to a budget hotel. You know, you could stay at a nice Marriott, but we'll go stay at the Motel 6 and we'll get two rooms. Wait, the Motel 6 isn't nice now. Okay, I'm just kidding. You get two rooms, not two beds? Nope. Yeah, we get two separate two rooms. rooms. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. On vacation. Yeah. Must be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even at the Motel 6, <laughs> I'd be like, now, 89 bucks, we're going to sleep in the same room. We can <laughs> right? deal with it. But this is crazy. I looked this up. 25% of couples, one out of every four couples are sleeping in separate wow. bedrooms. And it made me wonder if my grandparents were visionaries. And now everybody else is doing this. Like, what's next? What's the next mm-hmm. thing that normal couple, normally we would do together, but couples do separately? So I posted this on our Facebook page, and I said, besides sleeping in separate bedrooms, what do you do separately that most couples do together? Nikki and Matt responded, or Nikki did. Matt is like, she was talking about Matt, so I was like, we have to talk to you guys <laughs> to find out what it is that you guys do separately. We use different eating utensils. Different? You don't use the same silverware? No. I use the traditional silverware that, you know, you keep in the drawer and the little container and everything. Like a normal person. Right. I have to buy him the boxes of plastic, like, picnic-type silverware. Oh, I love this idea. Is it a germ thing? No. no. It the. The clinking, the sound that the silverware makes on any kind of surface, it just, it's instant heebie-jeebies for him. It gives him chill bumps from the tips of his toes to the top of his head. And why do you love this idea, Drax? Oh, I just, I mean, I love the idea of not having to, because I, I, my wife cooks and then I do the dishes. This is so smart. You just eat and you throw, throw it, it away. away. Just throw <laughs> it away. Matt, I'm curious, like, is this a, a, a byproduct of how you were raised or, or something like that in your past? I, honestly, I don't know when it started or why it started. Um, just been dealing with it for a long time, and um, that's the reason I don't like to go out to dinner 
because you know you're not using the real silverware, and people are claiming it all over the place, and it just it gets to a point where I can't eat. But how do you eat with your wife, Matt? Because she's clinging the silverware. Yeah, I use a plastic plate so it doesn't clink. <laughs> and what? And plastic plates not good enough for you, Matthew? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, let me. I'm oh, trying to figure this. So, for love. so Nikki has you have your dinner with your metal silverware and a plastic plate, and then you go <laughs> two feet down to your husband and Matt. You have a regular ceramic plate and plastic silverware. Exactly. Yep. This, this is an episode of a of a comedy <laughs> drama. Like you guys I need know. your it's own great. show. I mean, it's gotten to the point now. It like family Christmases and stuff. In the early part of our relationship, he used to get up from the table. And my mom would, you know, ask him, are you okay? And later on, after dinner was over, he would explain that the clinking and everything just mm-hmm. made him feel weird. So she started setting the dining room table with plastic silverware at his setting oh if it if i were her i would have sent matthew to the kids table well not, there's not even there's a there's an adult table a kids table and a mat table <laughs> yeah and it's in the basement all right thank you so much for that appreciate it <laughs> um wasn't expecting it uh Brittany is on hold in norcross we're talking about things that you and your mate do separately that most couples do together and Brittany says she spends christmas separate from her husband not because of like a scheduling conflict or anything like wow. that but more because of his family's behavior mm-hmm. That's on vacation yeah must be nice mm-hmm. yeah um, even at the Motel 6, I'd be like, now, 89 bucks, we're going to sleep in the same room. We can right. deal with it. But this is crazy. I looked this up. 25% of couples, one out of every four couples are sleeping in separate wow. bedrooms. And it made me wonder if my grandparents were visionaries and now everybody else is doing this. Like, what's next? What's the next mm-hmm. thing that normal couple, well, normally we would do together, but couples do separately? So I posted this on our Facebook page. And I said, besides sleeping in separate bedrooms, what do you do separately that most couples do together? Nikki and Matt responded, or Nikki did. Matt is like, she was talking about Matt. So I was like, we have to talk to you guys (laughs) to find out what it is that you guys do separately. We use different eating utensils. Different? You don't use the same silverware? No. I use the traditional silverware that, you know, you keep in the drawer and the little container and everything. Like a normal person. Right. I have to buy him the boxes of plastic, like, picnic-type silverware. Oh, I love this idea. Is it a germ thing? No. no. It, the, the clinking, the sound that the silverware makes on any kind of surface, it just, it's instant heebie-jeebies for him. It gives him... Chill bumps from the tips of his toes to the top of his head. And why do you love this idea, Drax? Oh, I just, I mean, I love the idea of not having to, because I, I, my wife cooks and then I do the dishes. This is so smart. You just eat and you throw, throw it, it away. away. Just throw uh, it away. Matt, I'm curious, like, is this a uh, a byproduct of how you were raised or, or something like that in your past? I, honestly, I don't know when it started or why it started. Um, just been dealing with it for a long time. And um, that's the reason I don't like to go out to dinner because, you know, you start using the real silverware and people are claiming it all over the place. And it just it gets to a point where I can't eat. But how do you eat with your wife, Matt? Because she's clinging the silverware. Yeah. I use a plastic plate so it doesn't clink. 
<laughs> and what? And plastic plates not good enough for you, Matthew? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, let me. I'm All trying to figure this. You so, do for love. so Nikki has. You have your dinner with your metal silverware and a plastic plate, and then you go <laughs> two feet down to your husband. And Matt, you have a regular ceramic plate and plastic silverware. Exactly. Yep. This, this is an episode of a of a comedy <laughs> drama. Like you guys need your it's own great. show. I mean, it's gotten to the point now at like family Christmases and stuff. In the early part of our relationship, he used to get up from the table, and my mom would, you know, ask him, "Are you okay?" And later on, after dinner was over, he would explain that the clinking and everything just mm-hmm. made him feel weird. So she started setting the dining room table with plastic silverware at his setting. Aww. If it, if I were her, I would have sent Matthew to the kids' table. Well, no, there's not even, there's a there's an adult table, a kids' table, and a mat table. <laughs> yeah, and it's in the basement. All right, thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. Um, wasn't expecting it. Uh, Brittany is on hold in Norcross. We're talking about things that you and your mate do separately that most couples do together. And Brittany says she spends Christmas separate from her husband, not because of like a scheduling conflict or anything like that, but more because of his family's behavior. Talking to Brittany and Norcross, what do you do as a couple separately? Most couples do it together. We don't spend Christmas together. What's the story behind that? Um, for like the first three years of our marriage, we did, and we would go to like his family's house in Tennessee for Christmas, but wow, do they take it seriously. The thing that like really got me is that they still treat my husband like, like he's a kid. They make him go to bed early. They like record him coming down the stairs Christmas morning, like opening presents. I told them that it was like a little ridiculous. And I hurt his feelings. Oh, it's um, sweet. It's tradition. It's a lot. <laughs> Do you guys have kids yourselves? No. Okay. Uh, well, a fair question, Brittany. Are you married to a nine-year-old? I mean, around Christmas time, it feels like it. <laughs> but it doesn't seem that way the rest of the year. Nope. When he goes to the doctor, they don't offer him a lolly or anything like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't deal with it for just one day. I mean, Christmas is 24 hours. It's so much. Kara, would you want to see your husband, like, getting in his jammies and going to bed at 7 on Christmas Eve? Wouldn't Absolutely. That, you would? 100%. You'd want to be reminded of that every year? <laughs> what, hey, Brittany, what is your relationship like with your in-laws now? I mean, they obviously know why you're not coming over. Maybe you look shady to them. Yeah. His mom and I never really got along, which is fine. <laughs> and um, we, we just don't talk about it. It's just, you know... It's fine. <laughs> I would go, if I were you, I would show up there with like pigtails one year For and really sure. do it over the top. A onesie, just, the whole deal. Right, to sort of give them a taste of their own medicine slash teach them a Tad, lesson. did you just hear, Brittany, what she said? No, it's fine. <laughs> when a woman says it's fine, oh, it's not fine. <laughs> B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Hi, I'm Tad. We have Trex. Hey, good morning. And sweet Kara. Good morning. And on the phone... For uh, Father's Day gift card, Terry in Smyrna. Good morning. You want to win this $100 gift card to Kroger for your dad? I do. What kinds of things do you think he would buy? 
A filet mignon, baked <laughs> potato, salad. So he's a simple man, but he's a man of extravagant luxuries. <laughs> oh, yummy. That's why he needs the gift card. <laughs> well, Terry, we're going to have you play a game that we call Prankin' Your Pops. And you were telling Drex off, what's your dad's name? Bill. Yeah, it bills a little bit tight with money, so the, so the gift card would come in handy. Yes. He is really, really tight, but he has a little bit of savings. What do you think is the threshold for your dad in terms of, like, money that he would give you? Like, what, what do you probably, think you could comfortably ask for? I can't probably get 100 bucks out of him. So 100 Maybe. bucks On a good day. And this sounds like a personal question, but how much is your mortgage every month? Uh, it's about, it's a little over $800. Okay, so that would be an actual challenge to try to get your dad to agree to pay your mortgage for a month. I don't know if he'll let it go, but we'll try. All right, so if you call him and you get him to say, oh, you know what, Terry, sure, I'll help you out with the mortgage payment. If he agrees to it, then we'll give him the $100 gift card. He may have it in savings, so... I'll give it a try. I hate to have to do it, but it's worth getting the hundred bucks. And you're looking for eight hundred. <laughs> and you're looking for eight hundred. Oh right. my god! So we're gonna listen in as we prank your pops and listen to you try to get your dad to agree to pay your mortgage. Okay. Hello. Hey, Dad. How are you? Good. I need some help with making my mortgage payment this month. Uh, you think you can help me out? I'm in a jam. I didn't know if you'd be able to do it, but I certainly would appreciate it if you could help me. You think you can help me? Yeah, I can help you. You wow. can help me? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good dad. That was easy. And, sir, I'm sure you're probably confused uh, why you're hearing all these people celebrating you paying her mortgage payment. Uh, yeah, I am very confused right now. The, the, uh, the good news is is that you don't actually have to, well, unless she wants you to. This yeah. would be a major bonus for Terry, right? You don't have to pay her mortgage. And because you're a good dad and you agreed to do that, you are getting a $100 gift card to Kroger for Father's Day. All right. Not nice, yeah. Terry. Did, you're not. You're not getting the, the gift yeah, card. Right. Like there's no steak for you. <laughs> and not only that, but I just blew the surprise. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Hey, Dad. Thank you. You're a good sport. You're welcome. He's like, thank you, nothing. Thank me, right? Thanks, me, nothing. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.